today we'll be talking about The Witcher. Now, The Witcher exists in multimedia, meaning that you may come across The Witcher in a myriad of different forms. You can see the books, which I've only just begun, and are a shockingly easy read. I mean, it's Polish fiction, and yet it feels like each chapter is its own little short story that just happens to be attached via train cart to this next short story. It flows really wonderfully, and as long as you can get around some of the um, mythological creatures that may be a little bit strange to you or names that are, of course, Polish, it's, it's truly one of the easiest reads I've come across in quite some time. But there's also the TV show coming out with Henry Cavill and Netflix, and there's also a video game series which has wide acclaim. Uh, the Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt up until, I think, Red Dead Redemption and the announcement of Cyberpunk was probably the most dense and populated video game. It was, I mean, real-time facial hair growth, just oodles and oodles of things to do inside missions. So I thought I'd help explain The Witcher to some of you who maybe aren't as familiar, maybe you're just a casual fan like I was for quite some time. There's no shame in it. It's not like it's a well, no, it actually, it might be a religion, but you don't have to be firmly initiated in it just yet. You see, uh, the term Witcher does have multiple connotations. Um, it's been the TV show that's coming. Before that, it was video games. And then back in 1993, uh, a Polish author cemented them into fiction as books. Um, Witchers are sort of a strange sort of creature. They're human, and in this world, humanity and mythological creatures, they coincide in the same world. There was sort of a convergence of the magical world and the non-magical, which had man in it, and now it's a much more dangerous existence. Witchers are sort of a bridge between the two, not in that they pass into multiple worlds, but that they are humans that are trained in what could be considered a super boot camp to be very strong, very fast, um, basically American Ninja Warrior boot camp, and then they are changed through magic and um, all these different sort of methods of imbuing them, altering their physiology on a physiological level, and uh, teaching them magic as well. And they're equipped with a medallion that connotates the school in which they come from. There's schools of, like, the griffin, the wolf, the bear, uh, the viper. There's a couple of them. Each school usually specializes in its own thing. Some are better at more ninja-like tactics or assassinations. Some are big, beefy, strong ones, such as the bear. They fight a little bit more brawler style. Geralt of Rivia, or Gary Rivers, as me and a couple of my friends like to refer to him. Like my brother, Daniel, one of my co-hosts on the Pop Culture Podcast. He and I call him Gary Rivers because it's just a really dumb way to talk about Geralt of Rivia who is the main character of the Witcher series. He's a Witcher who has Captain America-level fitness, along with doc some low-level Doctor Strange-style magic mixed in. It's called signs. Usually they, they draw a sign in the air, and it can extinguish a flame, push someone, sort of do a Jedi mind trick and make them susceptible to conversation. Uh, there's a whole lot there. And the Witcher, their life is a, a very lonely one. They will travel the world hunting monsters, whether they're mythical or if they're just like a crappy person 
and um, in between those they they walk about and they will just decide hey you know let's go get some coin over in this town let's go drink over here let's have some sex here my next mission could be my last so whatever it's it's a lot like wolverine minus the memory loss and a lot of self-loathing going on there and a uh impressive amount of leather going on in both wolverine and the witchers uh but again due to multiple incarnations it's not uncommon for people to have um sort of a different mental image of what a witcher should be I've only just begun reading, and I can already see some of the differences between the two. And the the new Witcher series has been very good at clarifying that they're basing it off of the books and not off of the games, even though the games are more likely to be the content that the general audiences have consumed if they do know about it. Um, and another reason to be excited about this show, I know it's on Netflix, which can be hit or miss, but Henry Cavill is involved, and as much as I'm a huge fan of Henry Cavill. Um, he's a phenomenal guy. I'd love to be his best friend, but that's a, a conversation for another time. His connection to the series uh, is going to bring in a lot of fanboy support and then some, because he is a very likable man, and he's going to bring his loyal fans, like Dwayne Johnson has a huge clan of followers. He's going to do the same and bring them in to the series, and he's been a fan of the series for a while. In interviews, you can see the cast and the director sort of tiptoeing around like, so, tell me, what's it going to be like watching The Witcher? Is he going to fight some monsters? Is it going to be political? What's it going to be like? And they're like, oh, well, I can't tell you. And Henry Cavill just immediately steps in. He's like, look, this is the world. This is why people like this character. We've done a very true to the book's recreation of the world and the characters. It's not overtly political. Sometimes you're just killing monsters, and that's completely fine. And this is a guy who knows what he would want as a fan and can therefore be involved and say, hey, this is what I would want. And he's not going to... There are times, like, with Superman and Justice League where he gets sort of painted into something and he just has to do it. And he, I think he's learned a lot about that. And rumor has it that when he took on The Witcher, he basically said, I'm done with Superman for now. You've screwed me over enough. And I want more creative control because I know this character really well. And this was a... Um, intellectual property which allowed him to have control over that because uh not only does he just dive in when he's having conversations but he made it very clear henry cavill that as a fan he's he's very proud of what they've done and uh, he had his agent bother the director before there was even a script begging to be uh good old gary rivers which is impressive and it's positive and when it came time to actually create the script they brought him in as an adamant fan and his knowledge on the topic which the director also found very entertaining in the book series uh, to come in and sort of have a bit of sway on it so he was able to provide some insights and opinions because he's both the star of the series and the target demographic and people who just enjoy mythology and in fantasy and uh again it it is a difficult genre to translate not just fantasy because a lot of versions of fantasy have their own rules this is polish fantasy and uh, the polish language is it's not a love language let's just put it that way so there's going to be some words that get thrown around that are going to throw people through a loop even if it's just the name of something uh, again i've only read like one book so far but i can already see some of the differences between the books and the games like the silver sword 
in the games they have a silver sword for monsters and the steel to hunt men. Um, but if you use a sword on someone, it doesn't matter what type of metal it's made. If they're a man, it's sharp, it's going to kill them. So in the books and in the series, he just has a silver sword. The wolf pendant is also described more as a medallion. And in both the games and the books, and I assume the TV series, it'll sort of jingle and it's like a spider sense. It detects magic around. So if someone's trying to curse you silently or they're walking into a trap of magic, it can sometimes be an early warning system. And uh, in the video games, it's a three-dimensional wolf, which I do, I, uh, while I was in the military, received. That is a gift. I think I did a 24-hour um, session for someone, took their job for a while. And I was paid in um, money and Witcher Pendant, which sort of got me into the series. It, it was many years ago. It doesn't really matter. I'm getting off topic, hence the namesake. Uh, but the in book and now the TV series, from what I've seen in it, uh, it's more of like a medallion. It's it's three-dimensional, like a coin, but it's, it's not some big jagged shape, which makes sense because, I'm going to be honest, the Wolf Pendant, when I use it as a keychain stabbed my thighs like the dickens it was just unpleasant to have in my pants hmm i could have phrased that better oh well moving forward uh he also likes to be clean shaven in the books and is clean shaven in the series from what i can tell uh the witcher just gary rivers goes on a couple times about how he doesn't like the way it makes him feel it's one of the things he doesn't like about being out in nature for too long whereas in the games the character model looks cooler with a beard so a lot of people had the Witcher with a beard, and a lot of promotional material, especially for The Witcher 3, had him with a beard. Totally fine. Bearded men look quite handsome from time to time. Look at Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, he went from having a rat tail to having a beautiful Jesus beard and mullet, and then in Episode 3 looked fantastic. The beard can truly change people's lives, but The Witcher is not one of those people. Um, and if you do want to look into the, the book, I've been reading The Last Wish. It's a Witcher short like series of short stories and and so on uh it's a fantastic jumping in point for the stuff and it's only like it's less than eight dollars right now if you get it on like kindle or uh through the android or apple store it's very fun i'm probably gonna be reading it on a plane on my honeymoon that i'm going on well holy crap in a, a day and a half um i enjoy the games and the books you know i guess book because i've only technically been reading the one but I, I'm going to move forward in the book series. Um, but it is going to be difficult for them to adapt this dense subject matter into a TV series. It can make both book fans and video game fans happy. Adapting things from a book can be difficult. Adapting things from a game rarely goes well. This will technically only be doing one, but I would be almost certain that they're going to make references to the changes in, in, the, in the game. It'd be, it'd be silly not to. Um, and of course, after Game of Thrones wrapped up with a less than graceful finale, all eyes are on every fantasy franchise that's coming out of the woodwork to replace that incest-shaped hole in the collective heart of humanity as the new go-to water cooler conversation TV show. And while I don't think this will do that, it doesn't have that HBO multi-million dollar money, I do think if you like fantasy and if you have liked the games or the books, you're probably going to enjoy this. Like, Cavill brings a lot of fun and adventure to his characters i mean he whether you liked the movies or not he was uh, very happy about being superman very passionate about it mission impossible proved he was great he's playing sherlock holmes in a new movie he was i believe it was called the tutors he was in uh, he's 
the man from uncle for for better or for worse it's not the best guy Ritchie film but it is pleasant and he's just the smarmy great spy in it um fun fact if you like ncis ducky was the original russian in the original tv series the man from uncle who in the movie is played by army hammer and where i go to college has a building named after one of his family members who gave it a lot of money so i think about army hammer as much as uh some people who find him far dreamier than me again off topic i know welcome to the topic um and again at the end of the day it doesn't matter which witcher is which for you uh the new, new series looks like a great way to hop in as well as the books which are really reasonably priced and the video games i think the most recent one came out in 2015 or 2016 it's been out for a while and it's coming out on the nintendo switch sometime in the in like the next year as of the time of recording this which means you'll be able to have your uh, you know polish fantasy sex while you're you know on the subway if you want so the, be sure that you lower the like brightness of your switch or whatever have headphones in that's going to be an awkward thing to expose the public to so just be mindful of that graphics a little bit downgraded but you're playing the entire witcher 3 wild hunt on your switch that's bananas i would have loved it if they cell shaded it like the zelda games like breath of the wild that's neither here nor there anyway it's a hell of a time to be alive you've got this you've got the games you got the books got this tv show you've got your uh, your polish fiction fix no matter where you go and i'm excited about it so if you want to know more about the witcher check out the book check out the wikipedia check out the games check out cinematic trailers i mean the trailer for the witcher tv show is only really a teaser so far but there's a lot of fantastic um cinematic trailers for the games that i think really will give you the main gist of it the lullaby of woe trailer is probably my favorite because that song is just really haunting and wonderful and it shows that these witchers will sometimes drink things that would kill normal people and it allows them to go in and fight because of their unique physiology they're you know Geralt has his cat eyes that are yellow and piercing and his white mane and he just takes the stuff and it and it'll enhance him you see that in the trailer as well so of him taking something and fighting um well, something horrifying. It looks like a nightmare spider. Uh, and he's just got horribly haunted eyes because he's drank one of the things that he does in order to improve his physique or to make it where, like if a vampire was trying to feed on him, it would be poisoned or at least staggered by trying to take his blood. So the Witcher series is a dense topic. It's interesting. And uh, I think this TV show is going to be really good. I get, Henry Cavill himself has described it as playing through the games again with a brand new skin for the character. It feels very similar, but it's just different enough, uh, just different enough that you can experience it and feel refreshed. So that's, I think, a really good sign. Anyway, this has been an off-topic snippet. I hope you enjoyed it. And if not, well, then I hope it was bad enough that you were still entertained like a bad car wreck. Hopefully no one died watching this. Don't use this while you're going to murder someone. Don't just do that to spite me. Don't play this to do that. Regardless, it's been fun talking. I hope you liked listening. Keep an ear out for more.